0: If you or your team feel like you're in a home stretch for the year and you need a little extra boost, I've got a great episode on tap today. A reminder that a little acknowledgement can go a long way. Stay tuned. Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, And inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode. I think I have just a little voice left after my trip to New York City. I was cheering for my son who ran the marathon again. This was his second time to run it in New York. Picture-perfect weather, 50,000 runners, a few million spectators. It was so much energy, and I'll get to more about that in a minute. But the experience helped inspire this week's episode because it parallels so well with what a number of people I know are experiencing, especially as we get toward the end of the year. You may feel like you're running out of steam yourself. It feels like a finish line of sorts, but you know, I always like to reframe that as a starting line. So I hope you're holding up well as you make it to um, the end of the year. Today, I'm talking about how to help your team feel seen and supported. And the good news is it doesn't need to be hard or cost a lot of money. Of course, some organizations spend a lot of money on employee appreciation events, and that's great. I'm not focused on that today. Instead, I'm covering the simple day-to-day things that you can do in your leadership role, the more personalized approaches to help your team feel like they matter. Okay, back to the race. What was different about the marathon this year compared to last is that my son, Connor, wore a t-shirt with his first name on it. We went to a thrift shop the day before to buy a red t-shirt, got a black Sharpie pen and wrote his name on the front in big letters, C-O-N-N-O-R. That way, when he ran the race, people were cheering for him by his name as he ran by them for 26 miles. He said he ran through streets in Brooklyn where the DJ was shouting his name saying, turn around, look at me. And the crowd was chanting, Connor, Connor, Connor. (laughs) He said he never felt more supported. A lot of other runners did the same thing. And as a spectator, it felt good to see people who had their names on their shirts. We could shout out their names as they ran by, and it just helped us all feel a little more connected. And that's true when you call someone by their name, just when you mention their name. It acknowledges their identity. Think about how you feel when someone says your name. It seems more rare that we hear our own names today. Even, you know, when traveling, people are side by side, you know, yet very disconnected. Most people are wearing AirPods or headphones, looking at their phones. It's probably rare that you learn the name of the person sitting next to you on the plane, unless you're just naturally more social. In your workplace, in your leadership role, acknowledging people by saying their name can go a long way, especially if you have a lot of people who report to you directly or indirectly. So that's my first tip for today. And I've got four tips all together to help you help your team feel more seen and supported. So one or more of these ideas should work for you. I encourage you to try them. The first, like I said, is to say someone's name. Look for ways to acknowledge people by name more than you do ordinarily. Even if you work in a small business setting where everyone knows each other well, find ways to speak their name just a little bit more. Not if it feels weird or unnatural, of course, but just be more aware of that. Practice saying someone's name more when you initially meet them. It could be an Uber driver or anyone who wears a name tag as part of their job. It just means a lot. So what if you don't know how to pronounce the name correctly? I know that that's a concern that I have from time to time. And some people argue, you know, that learning to pronounce someone's name correctly is not just a common courtesy, but it's an important effort to create an inclusive workplace to emphasize psychological safety and belonging. That's why it's so important to make sure that you're pronouncing their name correctly. And if you're unfamiliar with how to pronounce it, Don't make too much of a big deal about it. Just ask the person. Say, you know, I want to make sure that I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Can you tell me how you pronounce your name? And thank them. And like I said, don't make a big deal about it. But do try your best to pronounce names correctly. So that's the first tip. Again, say people's names. Two is dig a little deeper. So when you think about your team, and we talk about showing curiosity a lot, so I'll keep reinforcing that. Try to find ways to learn about their personal aspirations, their hopes maybe challenges that they're experiencing. Maybe there's a problem that you'd like to get their opinion on. You know, you're often trying to solve a problem on your own when one or more of your employees actually has a solution. So ask questions, asking questions lets them know that they are seen that you want their involvement and be sincere about it. I know that it doesn't always come naturally to some people. I know of one example where the manager was fairly new in his role. And he was clearly told to show more interest to his direct reports, to be more conversational. And typically, he did not show a lot of empathy or even praise for good work. So one of his employees was a little taken aback when the manager started asking him questions about what his goals were and what his aspirations were. But then when the employee opened up about it, the manager just simply took notes, kind of like, you know, ordering off of a menu, it seemed very robotic, there was not any response, or there wasn't any back and forth conversation about it, really, it was almost just, you know, recording responses. So, I don't think you're doing that, but make sure you are making it easy for yourself. It's not a step by step process, it's just showing curiosity. You might embed that kind of conversation in your performance reviews, but I really like inquiring about people's aspirations throughout the year when you're working on a team on any project. Just look for opportunities to keep testing. You might say something like, I know you've been spending a lot of time on this project. How's it going? What are you learning? What other kinds of projects do you think you'd like to work on? Or have you given any thought about what's next for you? These are questions that come up pretty naturally to me and my coaching and consulting work. So it's important to figure out what works for you, what feels natural for you. Number three is to use more personal communication. Now here you need to be the initiator. So be proactive. You might use email, which is uh, easy to do, just to send a personal email to an employee that you've noticed that's been doing some great work, or pick up the phone, which is even more rare. We rarely talk on the phone as much as we used to. A handwritten note really stands out. It could even be a sticky note, where maybe you'll just walk by somebody's office or leave a sticky on their desk saying, hey, great job today in that meeting. Um If you're in a Zoom session, maybe you could send a a private message. To someone that you notice is, is really doing a good job in the meeting. And then you know finally one other idea is to just pull someone aside at happy hour, or social event that you have with your coworkers or with, with people on your team to let them know that you're really seeing them and that you're acknowledging that the, the work that they're doing. Um, a lot of people are afraid to or are hesitant to go to a senior executive. So for you to reach out and be the initiator means a lot to them. And then finally, number four is create more exposure for team members. Many years ago, um, when I was in the corporate world, we had an initiative in our company that allowed us to connect one-on-one with executives that were two levels above us. So I was already in a leadership role, but I was able to to have one-on-one conversations with some of the top executives in the company. And a lot of people who, who are newer in their career feel awkward when they're engaging with someone who's at a, a much more senior level role. So you can find opportunities like that to build more bridges and not just up the line, but across different areas. People appreciate being able to experience different areas of the organization. It helps them grow, especially if they're growth minded. And you're lucky if you have those kinds of people on your team, it helps them and it helps your business. They are seen then by more people, they're able to build more relationships. And you can also create more exposure for your team members by giving them a speaking opportunity, maybe at an upcoming meeting or an event or, a, or a retreat that you're planning or you can ask them to spearhead something, you might suggest that they attend a conference. And here, the key is that they also report back to the rest of the team. Do you know of people that are going to events or conferences, and you you never really know who they've heard what the takeaways are. So if you can ask somebody to come back and report back to gain value for all that's that's a really great way to help people feel like they're seen and valued. So to recap ways to help your team be more seen, one, use names more often, first names. Two, dig a little deeper to show that genuine curiosity. Three is use personal communication of some kind to initiate that. And then four is to create opportunities for more exposure. And then I have a bonus tip here. One element that you can incorporate with anything that you're doing to help team members be seen and supported is the element of surprise. I love surprising people in a good way, of course, and there's so much opportunity to do that when it comes to helping other people be seen. You can call them out in a meeting. You can put, like I said, put a little note on their desk. One key is doing it as soon as you think about it. Otherwise, it's likely not to happen. If you lead a very large team, maybe you can involve your assistant to help you because you know you need to become more accountable for reaching out to different team members. Maybe your assistant could actually help schedule coffee or send something out on your behalf to team members. I know that you may be concerned about favoritism or, um, you know, what will people think? But again, I'm not talking about doing anything that's extravagant here. There's just more benefit to acknowledging someone's work, even in the smallest way. And I know you also might be thinking, well, what about people who really don't want to be seen? the more introverted or shy, quiet types, you can still acknowledge them, you know, not by thrusting them into the spotlight, but by still letting them know that they are seen and appreciated. I like the personal outreach the best for those kinds of people. You could say something like, you know, appreciate all the behind the scenes work that you're doing to help us reach our goals. There are other scenarios where there are more, you know, quote, hidden employees uh, and and that those are really good opportunities for you to let people know that they're seen. And some examples of that might be new employees, you know, where they're still trying to learn the ropes to get things right. A direct outreach might be nice for older workers who may be feeling less relevant, or they might find it difficult to move through change. People who've been through grief or trauma, that's another opportunity for you. They often retreat in the business and isolate themselves when they've gone through something so difficult. So check in on them more regularly. It's common for leaders and coworkers to be at a loss for words or to not know exactly what to say at those times. So get over that just say something like I don't know what to say, but I really want you to know that I care and I hope things are going better for you now. So reach out to people who've been through something difficult, let them know they are seen. Um, And then a couple of other examples, if you run a big team, that's really a great place for people to hide and to feel anonymous. Um, And then you might have some independent contributors who tend to work more alone or in an isolated way. So make sure that you see those people too, that they know that they're seen. So hopefully this gives you a few ideas to think about. Like I said, you may be feeling the pain or the strain of being in the final stretch this year but reaching out in the ways I've described can actually give you more energy. You might be surprised at how good it makes you feel to do that. So give it a try and reach out to me if I can be of help as you finish up this year, or as you ramp up for the next year. I'd love to know how your marathon is going, where you're experiencing the most challenge and what you're most excited about. And if you've followed this podcast for a while, you may recall that I have done a couple of other short episodes on marathon-related themes. So just for fun, I'm including those um, those two other episodes that I recorded in the show notes if you'd like to listen or re-listen to them. Both include leadership insights for you, of course. One episode captured Connor's first experience running the New York City Marathon. That was last year, you know, when he dropped his driver's license on the street as he was running. It's called NYC Marathon Moments That Matter. The other episode was inspired by Connor's experience running the Rome Marathon in Italy. And that one was called Running in Rome and Out of the Ordinary, which that truly was. Thanks so much for listening today. My apologies about the quality of my voice today, but I hope that the quality of the content makes up for that. I may not see you literally, but I do see more people subscribing to the podcast, and I I never know who's listening, but I can see the overall stats, and I really appreciate your support, and I will continue to support you and encourage you to keep going while doing the work that matters to you and your team. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.